I'm Brad Wilson. Welcome to the brand new year and a brand new podcast of Loving the Christ Life. So happy to have you with us here, and we are excited because as we go through the archives, we have found some wonderful, wonderful positive messages about the in Christ message from Warren Litzman in Romans. Let's get started. Here's Warren. Greetings, dear friends. It's time once again for the glorious, wonderful gospel of Jesus Christ to be talked about. My purpose is never to talk about anything outside of Jesus. I can't take time talking about Abraham. I can't take time talking about Israel. I can't take time talking about any of the prophets of old. Wonderful as they were, many of them greatly used of God. But you know what? Not a one of them knew this Savior. Not a one of them knew who Jesus was. I got to talk to people now about Jesus, who he is, what he's all about in our world. You see, we're so close to the end time. What is the end time? The end time for Gentiles is going to be with the shout of the Lord and the voice of the archangel and the trumpet of God. They're going to all sound in a moment, that quick, of a twinkling of an eye. And we're going to be caught up to meet Jesus in the air and be with him in the Father's house forevermore. And the dead in Christ will be caught up with us. Praise God. What a wonderful, wonderful idea this is. It's more than an idea. It's a workable thing. And we just sit waiting for it to happen. We're waiting for it to happen because we're all ready to go to the Father's house. Are you ready? Have you planned properly? Are you ready? Do you search the scriptures to see who you are in Christ? Have you read the scriptures that tell you that Christ lives in you, that he is your life and wants to be your only life? Have you gotten that far in the scriptures? Do you, do you know about them? Are you interested in them? I'm trying to get you interested in what the scriptures have to say. We're in the third verse of the fifth chapter of Romans. And it says this, And not only so, but we glory in tribulations, also knowing that tribulation worketh patience. I'm, st I'm still back in the third verse there because it ties into the fourth verse. He says, And not only so, but we glory in tribulations. There's always some preacher coming along trying to get us to go with him through the tribulation period. Now, I don't, I don't mind him doing it. I don't mind people who want to go through the tribulation period. That's up to them. They can do that if they want to, but they don't have to, and God will not make them either. God will take that ignorance and turn it into a marvelous victory because the church is not going through the tribulation period. The church is not going through that awful period where an antichrist comes and takes over the world and does all these awful things. And the people who are preparing for that are just plain ignorant. They're plain ignorant. And if they sit and listen to preachers who keep on preaching that, they're fools. They're fools. And so, you say, we know we need to know all about tribulation period. I don't. I don't need to know because I'm looking for Jesus to appear. 
Well, don't you want to know your Bible? I know my Bible. I know it in every sense where it deals with me and who I am. I know the Bible in every sense it talks about Jesus being my life, living in me. I know my Bible in the sense that when I was saved, I was baptized into Christ. The only baptism that there is, just one baptism. We were baptized into Christ, not water. I know my Lord. I know what he's doing. I know how he's working in the lives of humanity today. But I'm no fool. I know that we're going to have some tribulation. It says in this third verse, and not only so, but we glory in tribulation, knowing that tribulation worketh patience. Are you going through a hard time? There's so many people in business that are going through a hard time now. There's many in education. People who want going to school and colleges has had to quit because they don't have the money to continue. Hard times is beginning to come on people. And what we need to do is turn to the scriptures. Turn to the scriptures. The, these verses talk about the tribulation. Not only so, but we glory in tribulations. What good does that do? Next line tells us. Glory in tribulations we come to a knowing that tribulation worketh patience. Patience. Somebody comes to me and says, well, you may have somebody taking over your government that's going to put you out in the fields working in, in slavery and whatever. Let me tell you something. I may go through tribulation. But if that's where it, I must go, that's where I'll preach the gospel. I'll not stop preaching this gospel under any tribulation. Death is the only thing that'll catch up with me. Because I'm under commitment to God to preach this gospel of Christ in you, the hope of glory, as long as I have a breath as long as I possibly can. So what's happened? At my age, tribulation works patience. It works patience. And then it goes on. And patience works experience. And experience worketh hope. Look what happens. It looks like when you get in tribulations, you're going to have more trouble than you can handle. I don't say that people won't go through tribulations now. I can't say that. We'll be back to this great message from Romans with Warren Litzman in just a moment. First, let me remind you to start this new year off perfectly by going to our website and looking in our bookstore site for these great messages and books and tapes and videos that Warren created so many of over the years. Our website is christ-life.org. A lot of these messages that you hear are available in different varieties on the website and in the bookstore. So please go and take a look. Get this year started off right with the In Christ message. It's life-changing. Again, that's christ life 
www.warrenpeace.org. Now, back to Warren. I have to say that many who live under dictators around our world right now are seeing their loved ones killed, hundreds and thousands of their little children being killed. I say they have a hard place. I say God has them in a hard place, and what they need is the gospel preached to them. Yes, they need some food to eat. Yes, they need water to drink. Yes, they need some housing to live in. But they need this gospel. They need this gospel. I said, well, a little old gospel tract isn't going to save those people and everything. I'm not talking about a little old gospel tract, though they are powerful. A little old gospel tract is possible. I'm talking about this book. I'm talking about this Bible. They need to get into that Bible and read it and study it. And sad to say, so many people today who are having hard times don't have our King James Bible. They got all different kinds of Bibles. They got a lot of these American Bibles that mark this out and that out, trying to please an auditorium full of American people. But let me tell you, when you get in a hard place, turn to the scriptures. Go open up the scriptures because your hard places that you come to is really God breaking up your mind in what you once believed. You see, you've had Christ in you and you didn't know how to handle him. That's the reason why I preach. I'm preaching to religion. I'm preaching to Christianity, especially that they have Christ in them. They don't know it. Christians don't even know it. The average Christian today been in a church 50 years, never heard a sermon on Christ in you, the hope of glory. Not a real message on it. Not a message that's so real that Christ actually lives in that person. We don't have that. But let me tell you, we've got to stick with the Word of God. You've got to continue believing what the scriptures say. You don't believe them, you have nothing worthwhile believing. And that's why I stick with an old King James. I don't stick with it because it may be the best or tells me the most. I stick with it because it's been messed up the least. They messed up. They tried to mess it up and didn't make any headway with it. People wanted to keep the old King James. People talk about going to an older Bible yet. Dear friend, it is stated by Paul in places like Romans about this time that is hard. Starts in the third verse, but we glory in tribulations. That's what we may have to do. The time may come here in America where we glory in tribulation. Oh, I can hear us. A voice somewhere right now saying, well, if you had any faith, you could pray those people out of power. You could pray those people away from the capital. You could pray them out of a job. You think so? You think so? I don't say that that's the only thing we have in tribulation. It may be a sickness and disease you don't get out of. But he says here, we glory in tribulations, 
knowing. What do we know? Tribulation brings us to a knowing. Knowing that tribulation worketh patience, and patience worketh experience, and experience worketh hope. And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in hearts by the Holy Spirit which is given unto us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Blessed words out of Romans 5, 2 and 3 and 4. What does it say finally? That hope, don't be ashamed that you have hope. I'm talking to somebody now that may be on a sick bed. Maybe people are counting them dead. Don't give up your hope. I prayed for several people just in the recent, recent days that somebody had given up. They were dying. You know what was wrong? They didn't have that hope. But the doctor said they couldn't live. The specialist said there was no hope for them. So, that's not my Bible. Tribulation and experience bring hope. Have you lost all hope, dear friend? If so, turn to the Christ you accepted as your Savior and trust Him. He works on you through a cross where He died. That's a pretty good place to work things out. That's really the only place Jesus works things out is at the cross, at the cross. This hope makes us not ashamed because it brings about the love of God. The love of God. You say, well, I don't want God's love. I want Him to help me out of my trouble. Oh, forget your trouble, friend. Forget your trouble. Turn to Jesus. He lives in you. Talk to Him. If you're on a sick bed, talk to Him. If somebody told you, you were going to lose your business. Talk to Jesus. Somebody told you there's no hope for your body. You're going to die. Turn to Jesus. He's not hard to get a hold of. He lives in you. Your trouble is that preachers and religion has kept people from knowing about the Christ that lives in them. They have kept it away from it. They have hidden you from it. Let nothing else hinder you. Put your trust in Christ. It's better to die in the Lord than it is to live without the Lord. It's better to be trusting Jesus though you don't know where your next breath's coming from. It's better to have Christ working with you than living in this world that is hopeless. Listen to me. There is hope, and it's in the Christ that lives in you. Got to go. My time is up, but I'll be back.
God bless you. What a great message from the book of Romans from Warren Litzman today. We will stay in Romans for a while every week, and you sure don't want to miss one of these podcasts. Robbie Litzman, thank you so much for allowing us to go through the archives each week. Valerie Hill, thank you for the Twitter account, keeping all of that up. Tammy Laycock does our weekly program reports. Tammy, we appreciate it so much. And of course, Teresa Ferraro is our great producer from the Christ Life Fellowship. May this 2021 new year be a great one for you. We pray it will be a very healthy and prosperous new year for you, the best you've ever had. We sincerely mean that. Don't forget to go to our website, christ-life.org. Until next time, I'm Brad Wilson loving the Christ life.